The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmonston uh, by phone this morning. Rufus, uh, the uh, Jason had uh, your your phone in queue and said you were singing with uh, with Johnny, so I'm glad you're, yes, I was. you're keeping that up. It, it, it does uh, make you want to sing. Have it up. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Cash has got it. He's got what it takes. Hey, amen. And uh, Amanda Wilkins is with us. That's actually a religious song, and people, a lot of people don't realize it. Yeah. Uh, Well, we have some religious people listening this morning. I hope hope that they will recognize that. It's a a great song. The reason I chose it is is because it's a, a morning song. It talks about morning, all the, just like the Beatles. Good morning, good morning. And, uh, oh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, kind of kind of wake up everybody. Uh, Amanda Wilkins yeah, I is. Back. I hear, I, I've heard from three people about the Weekend Gardener magazine. So it must be out. I, I it is. It is. Nobody ever tells me anything, but uh, yeah, it is. It is out. I, I just, <laughs> I noticed it on uh, several people's desk in the newsroom. So yeah. Well, I, 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 I wouldn't tell me anything either. My wife, my it. wife doesn't tell me anything. So well, just, I, heard, I heard from three people that they liked the articles, and I had done one about my dogs and, and gardening. Yeah, pairing, pairing the dogs and gardening. I think that hit a note with some people. Yeah, sure, it did. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, we were talking about Debbie Roos, who's a um, a rock. You mentioned she's a rock star. Uh, and extension agent, she she has dogs, and I'm sure they go with her to the gardens and help her garden. They I'll may do they the do. digging for her. I'll bet they do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she lives in quite oh, yeah. the house in Lee County. Yeah. So, uh, Rufus, uh, your dogs uh, have helped you plant over the years? Well, they had done a little bit of digging then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, misguided. Misguided. Oh, okay. It's called yeah. uh, it's called garden editing, Rufus. Yeah. That's right. Now you have a, now you have a term for it. My dog is garden editing. Uh, that's it. The garden garden editing dog. And so we had one named uh, Sissy that caught a squirrel one time, and I followed that dog for about a week. I fed that dog steak. I gave that dog anything she wanted. I said, "Catch a hundred, and I'll and I'll put you in the National Museum of History." No, I think I think you took the wrong approach. You needed to starve the dog so it would go after the to it would, would get the the squirrels. <laughs> but, I don't know. That's probably not a good but I, idea. But I was not. Uh, it was a rather brutal end for the, the squirrel. But <laughs> I'm sure it was. 
Well, I'm not going to get in any fuss here because I no, 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 no. Uh, they're squirrel, squirrel lovers who listen to the show too. Yeah, absolutely. So. There's room for all of us. Absolutely, yeah. you got it. All right, uh, Mark Bumgardner is uh, is also with us on the phone along with Paul McKenzie. Uh, Paul is from the Vance and Warren County Extension Service. And by golly, we got the trifecta today. Oh, Mark, yeah. Mark called in from the Orange County Cooperative Extension Service. And uh, you've you've uh, we were talking about that uh, project. Was it that was uh, what we were talking about, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Getting old. Yeah. Well, well, listen. I, you asked a question, and I wanted just to, to give you a, a straight line. Um, we're looking for about twenty thousand uh, dollars. That's for irrigation system and plants. And and if people are interested in donating donating them, they can always give us a call. Uh, we have a, a, a number set up. It's nine eight four three five eight seven zero. I'm gonna put my glasses on. Nine two. <laughs> All right, uh, Mart. Mart, I gotta tell you, if. I, I, my prediction is that you will be overwhelmed, you know, over, as you get into this project yeah. with with the generosity of the community. Um, that's certainly been the experience that uh, we had with the garden we put in at the farmers market. We we put together a list of in were, Henderson, yeah, in Henderson or Henderson, yeah. We had probably <laughs> forty different supporters who you know uh, donated uh, everything from bird baths to plants to compost uh just all that is exactly what we're looking concrete for side i mean it was just it was just phenomenal um you know when you when you get master gardeners together and and, and they're doing a great project like that um it's just phenomenal how the community responds to that right, so. right. Mm. and, and I, you know like i said we're really excited about this project we just had had zero you know money funded for it and so um we're we you know we're looking for money and we're looking for plants that people wanted to volunteer time or you know plants or you know irrigation stuff i mean we're we're yeah. happy to to use it and and take it and we're we're really you know to to make this beautiful garden all right, get, give us that telephone. Is it is it the telephone number for the extension service? No, no, it's actually <clears throat> we created a special line for donations. Okay, it's a, a Google number. It's a nine eight four three five eight. Well, All right, let me give that out again. Uh, nine eight four. Three five eight seven zero nine eight on uh, uh, seven zero nine two. Mm-hmm. All right, gosh, I feel like I'm doing ask your neighbor again. I, <laughs> yeah. You know, so um, uh, you guys probably got my email on the listserv this week, so I'm really excited. We're going to be having a demonstration garden symposium for all the extension demonstration gardens across the state this year. Wow. Um, and this is for extension agents and their extension master gardener volunteers. But, you know, in in working with our state specialists um, at NC State, um, I'm really impressed. Um, my background is in public gardens, and I was a garden curator at two botanical gardens before I started with extension. And, you know, just the incredible diversity of gardens that we have with extension services across the state 
and the number of volunteer hours that go into cultivating those gardens and the diversity of plants and experiences that people in the community have with those spaces, I think almost outpaces what you can get in some of the botanical gardens we have in North Carolina, which if you really think about it is mind blowing. All of those gardens are there to serve the local communities. Well, you know, with the garden that we have at the farmer's market Henderson, it's the best public garden in Vance County. Uh, I mean, granted, there's really not that many, but um, (laughs) you know, we don't have a JC Rawston Arboretum in in Vance County. We don't have North Carolina Botanical Garden or a Sarah P. Duke Gardens. You got Carl Lake. We do have Carl Lake. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, don't, we don't grow a lot of plants in Carl Lake. But, uh, well, I know, but you got Carl Lake. Yeah. Uh, I saw the sign. Yeah, that's right. Hey, signs all over the place. But, uh, yeah, across the, across the state, as you say, master gardeners and extension agents are, are doing great stuff with, with their demonstration gardens. So. Yeah, really trying to bring plants and that plant knowledge Demonstration gardens are there to be teaching tools for our extension agents and our master gardener volunteers. And as anyone who's ever gone to a botanical garden or just even just a beautiful garden, it's it really is incredible how many lessons you can learn just by walking through a garden, you know, not even having anybody interpret it, just observing. You can learn so much. So I'm a I'm a huge proponent of the, the teaching ability of gardens. Amanda, I, one of my master gardeners said, you know, even even one of the failures that you may experience is a <laughs> <Yes>. learning opportunity. <laughs> and I just I, I, I thought that was what did they tell you in the army, <laughs> <clears throat> Colonel? What what uh, what did they tell you in the army about failures? Oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you didn't have them, failed. and you didn't admit it, did you? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> he, he was the one doing the telling, Mike. They, yeah, he was telling. He was telling. Should have been right. a general. Oh my gosh. Well, Mart nine eight four three. I mean, you can stay on line as long as you want to, but I didn't want to make you nine eight four three five eight seven zero nine two if you'd like to to donate to this uh, special project and like more information uh, well mark let let me suggest you you find a way to tie that to some youth project and uh my my super kids program may be able to help you a little bit financially okay oh wow we certainly we we certainly have that uh the the 4-h is is all over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, we're, we're looking for a, a junior 4-H uh, program, you know, gardening program. Um, starting one up or they're working it. We've got a, a great garden that, uh, matter of fact, the, yeah. the family of Bonnie B. Davis, um, behind their house, uh, Bonnie's husband actually garden had a big garden. And so the 4-H <laughs> actually have a, a youth garden. Back there. How about that? That's really so cool. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, it is. I am so okay, glad well, you're doing you that. Me. I mean, y'all, y'all have. Uh, I mean, it's so practical, but you have a big heart too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for having me, and and uh, I will talk to you real soon. Yes, sir. We we look forward right. to having you uh, on, and uh, we we especially at remotes. Mart uh, Mart is our bodyguard. At, uh, at Remart, yeah. <laughs> nobody yeah, will mess with us with Mart there. <laughs> it's good to hear from you, Mart. I'll see yeah. you soon. That way, Mike, we have time for about a two-minute thank you, sir. Little tour here, a section of the garden. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, Mart, thank you. I don't know if Mart's still on there, but thank you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, you, you made yourself outside, huh? All that, all those eggs and sausage. Outside, yeah. And I'm looking now at four camellias blooming. Oh, my goodness. And, and the white one must be that summer that you're talking about. Yeah, that's September morn. Yeah, it's got to be. And I see cyclamen here. I love my little cyclamen. <gasps> and uh, the, the September morn has got a, a yellow salmon on it. Yes. So now, where are you in your landscape? Are you in the back? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go around the side of the house now where I have these things in pots. And I have this fantastic uh, plant that you've seen before that is the Hawaiian ginger lily. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Years ago. It's blooming profusely. That's blue. Uh, here's, here's, a, here's a chartreuse co- a caladium that's got to be three feet tall. Uh, th- these these hardworking, impatient these sun patients, I just swear by them. They they will take sun. Uh, they they handle water very well, and and here's a little plant that that I just love. Uh, it's called the wishbone plant. Are you familiar with that? You you extension guys. I'm the not familiar with that common name. Wishbone plant. It's purple and has a little wishbone in it. Just amazing. Hmm. Give me a uh, second a, to. Uh, oh, yes, that is another three feet tall. It just goes on and on. And, and here's, here's part of a uh, knockout rose blooming. Here's a shark. Uh, oh, the one you like, Mike, is the uh, uh, ginger lily, the orange one. Oh, yeah. That's gorgeous, and yours yeah. yours bloom a lot a lot more than mine, a lot earlier yeah. than mine. And I've got a whole bunch of uh, of uh, aza- uh, azaleas that uh, what do we call them? The uh, reblooming mm-hmm. uh, encore. And here's here's an abelia. Uh, oh my goodness! So, Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful. How uh, uh, most I'm just overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I understand it with with um, four camellias blooming, and uh, and of course, here's my old buddy, the uh, tall flock that you know I have sort of a, a hang up on. <laughs> Is it the white one? Tall flocks. And I'm walking by the the grill I left out last night that was red on the red paint red and turned white with the blooms from the osmanthus. You didn't leave any hamburgers in there, did you? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Here, here's a uh, hibiscus, the the huge ten foot tall uh, red that's still been blooming and been blooming. Mm-hmm. And back here's the potting area for. Where I'm taking uh, savings, and of course, uh, Rosa Sharon, and uh, <laughs> obviously, plenty of uh, things for the next time we go to the fairgrounds. And and here are a bunch of naked naked ladies. Yeah, the, uh, the those those lilies are, are are blooming all over the place. I was going to ask if you had any Lycoris. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and I and here's a crinum lily. 
And I've, I've just moved around, and oh my goodness. <laughs> Gracious Lord of mercy, it's uh, 4 o'clock. <laughs> they, 4 o'clock. Of course you have 4 o'clock. They, they bloom all over the place. They're not waiting for the 4 o'clock to bloom. <laughs> and some of them are, are 6 feet tall. Oh, okay. wow. Oh, my Lord. So that's just a small sampling of what of what's going on. And, and it's sort of a, a long time, but at least I have found five five uh, camellias that are now blooming, japonicas. And and don't let me forget the Mexican sunflower, for gracious, gracious sake. Everybody should have some of that. Yeah. Some people like them and some people don't, though, because they, yeah. they can be invasive, but they sure are pretty. But if you're going to grow them, uh, cut them, cut them back uh, before they get so tall that they'll fall over. Yeah. Because they're very shallow rooted. <laughs> and I'm looking up here too at my Confederate rose. It's budded up, but not quite bloomed yet. I, I always look forward to that so much. <laughs> I bet so. Well, how about that? That was fun, Rufus. My goodness, oh, Rufus. That's a small sampling of... Yeah, it is a small <laughs> sampling of uh, two acres. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that, we're in one, one small section. I've, and that's not even the formal garden that you have there, so... No, we didn't go into the rock garden. Yeah. that That's impressive diversity, and, and, and that's what... I mean, that's what we want to see in landscapes is, is more diversity yeah. and, and people adding all of these new great plants um, and old yeah. great plants to their landscapes. Um, I'm just looking. Also, you mentioned pollinators, Paul. Everywhere I look, it's still just loaded with pollinators. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, Paul, you made a great comment earlier of, like, people are really, really focused on, like, baking their gardens really floriferous in the spring, April, mm. May, June. Um, but really, August, September, October is really critical for a lot of our overwintering bees. Um, most of our our bees will overwinter, um, and they need that nectar and that pollen mm. that they collect in August, September, and October before they go into hibernation. Um, so that time is even more critical sometimes than the early time of year yeah and look at all the great plants that you can have blooming that time of year um and and getting back to this whole idea of demonstration gardens botanical gardens and going to visit these places and seeing the potential seeing the possibilities going to a place where the plants are labels labeled and you can see what's what's blooming where you can talk to a volunteer and get information um yeah yeah well here's a good one that uh, served that purpose this purple sage it's just loaded with bumblebees. Mm. Just loaded. Oh, that's fantastic. I have some at my house that's um about that's taller than Mart. Well, that's tall. It. Uh it's growing on top of my uh my septic field actually, and it protects me from walking over my septic field, but it's it is huge and that thing has been flowering since May. It has been throwing out flowers. It kind of looks like the black and blue salvia. It's purple pizzazz. That purple, yeah. it doesn't run like the black and blue salvia, but man, it throws flowers out like you wouldn't believe. Mm. And I have three hummingbirds that fight over it first thing in the morning, and then the bumblebees move in about mid-morning. Uh, Isn't that great? It is. Well, maybe that's what, uh, this is real dark purple, mm-hmm. upright, mm-hmm. But, and uh, it, it's about uh, two feet tall. Maybe, maybe that's the kind of 
salvias that you're talking about. Yeah. Probably is. Dark, dark purple. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's And there's like a hummingbird just came right up beside me. <laughs> oh, wow. <The> devil. <laughs> <laughs> well, he won't do anything. They fight each other. They fight each other. That's always entertaining to see them. Yeah. You know, so way, territorial. Stop putting. I think I mentioned on one Saturday that I had added a little honey to the water sugar substance. Yeah. And every gnat and every ant in the country claim came to this. <laughs> and I, I stopped that. Yeah, that's a good idea. It, so I quit that. <laughs> hey, uh, I'll get Sam uh, in Raleigh. Sam, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. How are you all doing? Fine. How are you doing, Sam? What can we do for you? Well, I'd be doing a lot better if I could get rid of the voles in my backyard. No, no. <sighs> well, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what Ann Clapp. nothing to get rid of them. I'll tell you what Ann Clapp used to do. And uh, she, she of course, used Permatil. Uh, you kind of have to make a moat. There are instructions on uh, using the Permatil well, vole block. Yard in the back. All right. Well, she also would take a uh, – you need to find the holes. They're, they're about uh, half-dollar size holes. And if you would take a uh, mouse trap and put some apple in it or peanut butter, something like that, apple, peanut butter, yep. probably apple, and uh, put a pot, put the mouse trap beside the hole, put the pot over. Pot over the top of it. Yeah, that, because they don't, yeah. they're, they feel safe if they, and you can get them all day like that. But there are a oh, lot yeah. of them out there. Yeah. Yeah, I hate no, to tell I you that. Tried that. I just didn't like the food I gave them. Well, and and uh, gave them apple primarily, piece apple. of apple. Okay, in there, I'll just yeah. try the apple. Yeah, it's just starting <clears throat> with a little bit now. It's like mm, my my yeah. not looking that good anymore. Uh, and you know, it's uh, people mistake them for moles. They they oh, don't no. usually make the the tunnels. They they right. follow the tunnels. So the moles make those mm-hmm. quite often. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough. Okay, that's well, a I'll tough get, problem. I, I, do y'all have any other ideas uh, for for voles, Paul? Yeah, for the voles, I, I think the mouse mouse traps can be very effective. Um, if you do have moles uh, that are creating the tunnels through your lawn, um, that's a little bit different situation um, and and a little bit harder to deal with. I think. Yeah, traps uh, or what is recommended for that. When I first started this show, uh, Juicy Fruit Gum was what callers would tell us to do. I put Juicy Fruit Gum in there, and I I don't know what what it did to them. Got the teeth stuck together. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. But uh, that was was, uh, one of the home remedies we had for it. I hope that helped, Sam. Well, Sam, I I hate to say it. Got about 30 seconds. I've had sort of a fatalistic approach about that. If they've yep. devastated something, then I'll just pull it up and start again. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Will you come help me with that, Rufus? Well, you know, I have uh, actually <laughs> propped up some plants, and they've they've continued. If they're small enough, they'll continue to grow. Yeah. yeah. Just stake them up. The voles are growing. All right, yeah. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Sam, thanks. Call us and let us know if the, if the peanut, uh, the uh, apple works. I'll send you a picture of some dead voles. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Thank you, Sam. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. We'll talk to the folks at the Farmer's Market. Uh, Monica Wood, as a matter of fact. Ladies and gentlemen, Earth, Wind, and Fire. 
I thought we, uh, am I on? I thought we needed some, I thought we needed some earth, wind, and fire, uh, this morning. I don't know about you, but, uh, yeah, that, uh, that's some, that's some early earth, wind, and fire live too. Um, we're going to talk to Monica Wood coming up. Mark is in St. Paul's down, uh, near the border of South Carolina, border of North Carolina. So, oh, okay. We lost him. Um, we need to get Monica on. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And uh, Monica Wood is the, ex- the um, I almost called her extension agent. We got so many <laughs> extension agents on this morning, but she's a, she's a manager. She has, uh-huh, she has uh-huh. a degree in horticulture. Manager of the uh, farmer's market in Raleigh. Monica, you doing all right? Doing good. I hope you are. Yeah. Uh, Rufus is Rufus is at home. He's going to a funeral today, but he's been out in his garden taking us on a tour today uh, by phone. So, uh, yeah, Rufus, say hello to Monica. Hello, dear Monica. <laughs> uh oh, what are you what are you making up some eggs and, and sausage again? Well, I, I just now stepped in, and Monica, I I went and picked up some uh, peaches. And they were really nice looking, but I, I can't get them to, to ripen. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe some of the extension agents can help me with it. Yeah, how do you get a peach to ripe? <laughs> get a, a peach to, to mellow up and ripen. When If I bite into it right now, it's like biting into an apple. Wow. How long? But it, it, looked, it looked so beautiful. Uh, they were just picked too, too early, I guess. Be. Don't, don't think normally what it, it seems to me like that all my experience has been that they they will ripen some on a on a kitchen kitchen counter well how long has it been well i've had them about a week oh wow well you know the next best thing is setting a banana or an apple or something next to them the ethylene from those fruits as they're ripening can maybe encourage those peaches to ripen themselves and, you know, make sure they stay a little warmer. Not too warm, but just warm enough, because that'll... Put them in the bag with a banana? <laughs> Is that what you said, dude? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bananas, bananas um, exude a lot of a lot more ethylene, which is the um, plant hormone that causes fruit ripening. That's why you don't want to put your apples and your bananas together if you don't want your... Yeah. Apples to ripen too fast, your bananas to ripen too fast. Yeah. But in this case, you can use them to your advantage. Huh? You can use, yeah, you can use it to your advantage. You can try that. Well, my dear wife just heard that. And she's over there right now commencing to. Put a bit of bag with a banana in there. There you go. Good luck. That'll be Anyways. a high-powered peach. <laughs> so, uh, you got any other ideas, Monica? I don't. I don't. Uh, I, you know, always heard the brown paper bag trick. Yeah. Um, for tomatoes and such. So, that's all I got. I don't know. Just put just put them in a brown paper bag and leave them, or I've always heard that helps, but I don't know. I've never personally done it, Rufus. That might be even simpler. <laughs> Well, you want to have something in there that's that, you know, 
the the bananas are kind of nice because they have they they are producing a lot more ethylene and when you put something in a paper bag really what you're doing is you're concentrating that ethylene around the fruit to increase the ripening of that fruit so paper bags are great because unlike plastic bags paper bags breathe which is important you know our fruits even though we're going to eat them and we don't see them as this way but they are alive the the cells are still respiring they're still breathing so it's important that there's still some gas exchange so that's why it's better to put them in a paper bag over a plastic bag but if you can add a banana or an apple some other fruit that produces a lot more ethylene you kind of pump that little tiny atmosphere inside of that bag with that ethylene to kind of speed up the ripening process it's amazing how most most of most of life gets back down to gas <laughs> 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 well, that's whole that's a whole new territory there, a uh, whole different realm. So, uh, Lord of mercy, I don't know that we want to to pursue that, but nope. <laughs> oh, Rufus, the things you come up with, sir. Uh, so we, uh, oh, I thought we had a call there. Uh, do you, you have a uh, Amanda have uh, that project that you were talking? If you could talk a little more about having master gardeners and extension agents come in for mm-hmm. uh, the garden program that you were talking about? Oh yeah, no. So one of the great things about working for extension is you know we do a lot of public education um, as extension agents and extension extension specialists, but we also. Um, kind of work together to kind of educate and improve our own skills within extension. And so um, the last time that everybody got together across the state was 2007. Um, So in 2024, we're going to get together again with all the the extension agents and extension master gardener volunteers and um, have a have a garden symposium. So that's not open to the public, but the idea is that we're going to get our brains together and it's kind of a meeting of the minds to it's, it's share of, knowledge. It's kind of our secret weapon, you know, so you, <laughs> every, every county in the state of North Carolina has a cooperative extension office and it's this incredible resource to mm-hmm. you. Uh, but, but a big, our secret weapon is this network that we have of all the extension agents across the state. So when you call your local mm-hmm. county, extension office you're actually tapping into that whole network um and and that's how you know we can answer so many different questions um you know even when we don't have the answer locally we'll get it for you so yeah absolutely yeah that's a great point yeah so um paul what do you do you have master gardener training coming up next year or uh have you decided what to do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's always the, uh, the 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 burning question. Yeah. Um, what year is it? So yes, we probably <laughs> will do a training class in 2024 uh, for master gardener volunteers, new master gardener volunteers. Um, our, our last training session we uh, we held collaboratively collaboratively with um, the Granville Person Program, working with Johnny Coley there. And that worked well, and so we'll probably do that again. And it worked worked quite well. Yeah, I would uh, I would think that would be a, a great team there. The having Johnny and you have a lot of other people. I'm sure Mart uh, has participated in. Yeah, in we're, it too. we're always tapping into each other for mm-hmm. for help with stuff. So 
Yeah. So, Miss Monica, uh, what about your uh, all that's going on at the farmers market? I, uh, you, you were talking about uh, you got a wild time this morning. Lots of people coming in. Uh, what can they find besides uh, peaches? I'm sure there are a few peaches still left. Have to look kind of hard for the peaches. Uh oh, Rufus got them all. Yeah, there may be a few, um, but right now we're starting to see more and more apples. Um, have a lot of apples coming in right now, lots of different varieties apple cider, dried apples. We still have muscadine grapes, mm-hmm. and there are pumpkins, pumpkins, and more pumpkins. <laughs> um, and all the things fall, such as your um, corn stalks. Um, bales of wheat straw, we have mums, we have pansies, ornamental cabbage, um, all the things you need to make a beautiful yard decoration for the fall. And um, with the pumpkins, it's not just orange pumpkins. We got some of all colors, shapes, and sizes, and got them scattered all throughout the market. So you um, shop around, and I think you might just find that perfect pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Wow, that would uh, I I haven't um, been out there <clears throat> in a week or so. So I, we got to get out there today to. Or sometime, you don't have to go out on the weekends when there's so many people there. You can go at a little more leisurely pace during the week, but get out and see all of those pumpkins, and you have a lot, everything that goes with them, right? Most definitely. All the gourds, Indian corn, wheat straw, corn stalks, mums, pansies, just all sorts of mums, small ones, big ones, absolutely beautiful. Um, they're just starting to show off those mums <laughs> are in all different colors. Oh, that is fantastic. And uh, there are lots of plants out there to go along with it, too. Certainly. Um, if you're looking to maybe um, spruce up your landscape, you can definitely find a large selection of shrubs and trees. Uh, we do still have some herbs and some house plants here right now as well. Um, those pansies, a, a lot of um, your flower beds from the spring and summer may start, um, maybe you're starting to look a little like, they might need a little help, so you can always replace them some of those bed plants with some beautiful pansies to give you those um, happy flowers, as I like to call them, all winter long. <laughs> um, they kind of shine whenever it's cold and gloomy outside, and you have those pansies sort of smiling mm. at you during the winter time. So it's a good time to start thinking about getting those planted. And, um, of course, fruit trees is something else we have, boxwoods, and uh, just a great selection all throughout the, the farmer's area. We are packed to the rims with vendors today um there's some baked goods we have the fresh salsa the local honey we have breads cakes pies um the fresh well i think i mentioned the fresh salsa but um there's a lot of other specialty vendors that are popping up here and there with some handmade crafts today also and um just lots of fun and it's a beautiful morning to get out and walk it's cool and um just kind of a crisp fall morning yeah, it is so. It has so been so pleasant uh, this week. We uh, we got a little rain uh, also, and uh, hoping for some more, and that always helps out. But I think the farmers are are happier when it's a little drier, and they can get into the fields and and mm-hmm. uh, deal with all of that too, aren't they? Most oh, definitely. Yeah. Sometimes the back of me is because you can see what they're going to look like. I'm sure that they're. Monica's that the market has hundreds of blooming camellias out there right now. I always buy, if you're going to buy a blooming plant, buy it when it's blooming so you know what it looks like. 
That's a good that, point. That, that is a great <laughs> idea, and, and especially if there's something that you want to buy with a bloom that has a fragrance because there are some plants that have blooms that uh, no, that are known for their fragrance. Who, that it's been kind of bred out of them uh, mm-hmm. genetically so uh, because they want uh, a bigger bloom or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, Monica, up in the market shops, lots going on, too. Certainly. Um, there's, you know, of course, we always kind of start off with that because um, it's fresh on our mind. When you walk through that building, that bread that they've got baking in there, the cinnamon buns, the um, sourdough bread, and, again, a great selection of cakes and pies, all kinds of canned goods like jams and jellies, preserves. We have North Carolina wine in there. We have um, meats and cheeses from local farms. We also have some craft items such as homemade soaps, birdhouses. Um, we have three, two, one coffee. Um, great time to stop by and grab a hot cup of coffee this morning. And they, of course, have a large selection of iced coffees as well. And um, three, two, one is um, down and NC State students. Um, if you've never stopped by and heard their story, be sure to stop by and visit. Follow them on social media. A group of great folks doing great things for our community. And um, just across there, of course, is our market grill where they feature the Rufus dog. And nothing better than that to be able to grab a, um, a Rufus dog <laughs> and a cup of coffee, I guess. That's right. And uh, there is, there, Rufus does not get a cut of, cut of all the proceeds from that. <laughs> we, we lost you, Rufus. Amanda needs to try that sometime. I do. You are correct. Every time y'all talk about it, I'm like, man, it just makes me hungry. <laughs> even even early in the morning, a Rufus dog goes well. Well, I had one the last time we were at the farmer's market on a remote. Yeah. Uh, or the last time I was at the farmer's market on a remote, at least. That's right, Paul. I, I had one, and I'm sold, Rufus. I am absolutely 100% sold. Now, there, sometime, I don't know, to, before Ann uh, left the show, we <laughs> – and Ann and I were out at the farmer's market, and we we had a a Rufus dog. It was not the current iteration. It was uh, from uh, I can't remember the gentleman who who owned the place for so long. But here is Rufus, former Secretary of State and Attorney General, and Ann Clapp, who was a retired professor at NC State University, and me standing out there up against the building. <laughs> in the sun eating hot dogs <laughs> it, was, it was so much fun no oh. see we'll see Good i'm times. so young i i still haven't been on a remote to the to the the fairground or the um, farmer's market so we got to get that on my bucket well list. uh we're gonna be there next week as a matter of fact <laughs> monica that's yes, you are we're so excited I'm i am excited. too I'm October seventh from eight to eleven. Got to come by and visit everyone. Rufus, you you can live close enough. You can wear your bedroom shoes. I can virtually Uh-oh. just hop over there. <laughs> <laughs> I can get over there. Yeah, that that's true. And uh, wear your flannel, wear your flannel pajamas, and and uh, your bedroom slippers and house coat. You might need to. It's going to be cold I'm next weekend. A rose of Sharon or two over there. I promised one to somebody from uh, down in Livingston, so I can't remember who it was. Well, we'll be there, too, later on in October, uh, the 21st. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, if J.E. Uh, Wombo's son's 
doesn't have it, you don't need it. That's right. That's right. You've been down there before, Monica? J.E. Wumble? I have been past it many, many times. It's a, it's a fine place. They got yeah. they do have about everything in there. They have everything that the farmers market uh, has, and then some. I think I, I don't know uh, that that would be hard to reproduce. Uh, but uh, I mean, they have a, a big retail line. But y'all have y'all have some retail. Y'all don't have any shoes or or uh, pocket knives out there, do you? At the farmers well, market, we actually have a craftsman that comes in that um, custom makes knives. Um, oh wow! We're here today inside our market shop. Fantastic! What kind of knives does he make? Um, I don't know exactly how to tell you. He has a large selection, <laughs> and he makes the, the handles and everything. Uh-huh. Um, but very unique. He's been part of our craft fair, and he's been coming to the market on the weekends for a while now. And um, so today he is actually there inside the market shops near the winery. So you stop by and. Maybe visit with him and see all the unique things that he has. Definitely, definitely very unique. Something you're not going to find just anywhere. All right. Well, that's so. That's kind of the way it is at the farmers market, anyway. And by the way, the three two one coffee. I meant to mention this. My church uh, has gets three two one coffee for our big congregation. Uh, so they buy in bulk from from them. And uh, I, I would suggest okay. churches uh, and organizations think about that. Uh, they're they're great people to do business definitely. with. And they have the Wolfpack coffee too, so yeah, you know, got got to try that one. That's a little sensitive. That's a little sensitive for some folks. <laughs> well, but. you know, it makes a great gift for Wolfpack fans. It does. I don't know. I think it makes a great gag gift for some UNC and Duke <laughs> folks as well. Well, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> All right now. All right now. Stand up for yourself, Rufus. <laughs> Carolina blue pumpkin so you know we oh you. that gives you something to look forward to <laughs> so so you know what those those blue pumpkins there's a few different varieties and one of the biggest ones that has been real popular with pumpkin growers is um the blue dog dog being uga it was developed by some um plant breeders down at uga um and it is it is carolina blue but if you cut that thing open it is bright orange and it is one of the best cooking pumpkins you will ever use how about I that? Made the best pumpkin pie out of mine last year oh um but they are uh if you go down there monica i'm sure you know they're huge oh, they I'd, are a chunk i'd like to have a rufus dog and some pumpkin pie right now so making me hungry and I bet you can find pumpkin pie in the market shop. So they I bet them. so. Adding that to their menu this week down there at the bakery. I'm pretty sure in there at Nancy Joe's there in the center has a lot of great cakes and pies and um, candies and all sorts of things. And, um, you know, the old-fashioned bottle drinks or something else you can find. The knee highs, the cheer wines. Um, and even um, the bakery does a cheer wine float now. So, um, mm. so many great things that you can enjoy at the market that you can't just find everywhere. And, yeah. Um, it's a good place to come, bring the family. And as you said, we are here seven days a week. Um, it's not just the weekends. We're every day, and we have a great selection every day. Um, we have our two wonderful restaurants, the State Farmers Market Restaurant, um, with the homemade biscuits and um, daily lunch specials. They serve breakfast all day as well. And we have our seafood restaurant with Calabash-style seafood. And the Hunt of Pork Center is just behind um, the seafood restaurant there. 
where you can buy all kinds of pork products. And, of course, if you're looking to cook your own seafood, we do have fresh seafood inside our market shops also. And um, can't forget the kettle corn. They are beside the seafood restaurant. We have a little craft shed set up there, and there's some folks in there with gourmet lemonade, kettle corn. We have a great, a huge selection of pumpkins set up right there this year as well, along with a lot of different craft items like baskets and um, other unique items that you um, can shop around and find that local craftsmen are making. And um, we also have hot sauce. There's another thing that I know that's down there this weekend. So if you're a hot sauce connoisseur, you may want to check those out. Um, they do some, some very hot ones. Not my thing, but a lot of people do love that. Rufus, I bought, I brought you, I forgot to, to uh, bring them last weekend, uh, these tiny little bottles of Tabasco sauce. We were down at Kiowa Island uh, at the, the restaurant there in the hotel they had these uh, for uh, the buffet they breakfast oh, yeah, buffet they had these tiny little bottles of uh, I'll, I'll try and remember to bring them next week yeah well my tabasco peppers by the way are they they are they're very late to, to turn red but mm. beautiful sticking up in the air how about and that i recommend people to grow that if, if nothing else the ornamentals are absolutely they are Miss Monica, thank you so much, and we will see you next weekend. Thank you. Sounds good. Oh, we look goody. forward to seeing everyone. And oh, I did want to mention you can buy advance tickets here also for the state fair down at our event center area. Hot diggity dog. Can't wait for the state fair. Almost forgot that. So you got to come out and get your advance tickets while you're out shopping as well. So but, everybody come see us and have a great weekend. Thank you, Monica. Thank you.